have you spoken to Daniel about what happened on Friday night? What was your reaction and what, if any, discipline do you plan to hand down for that? Yeah, I've spoken to all the individuals involved as well as the entire team on uh, what happened this past weekend. Uh, we're going to deal with things internally. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say on that is, you know, this group of guys has been very responsible from the very beginning. Um, they've tried to do the right thing the entire time. Based on the conversation, the information I've gathered from our players, I believe they're trying to do the right thing as teammates um, with going out and having dinner together the other night. We have to make sure that we're just conscious as an organization in everything we do. Um, but any t anything else on top of that, we're going to deal with internally. Bruce Beck. Joe, you've had a chance in every game this year, except maybe the 49ers game. Is part of the challenge with this team learning how to win and believing they can win? Yeah, again, Bruce, I don't see any uh, the obstacles with the believing they can win. I see these guys have confidence in each other as a team by the way they work on a daily basis and attack each game. You know, again, I've said it before, but I'll say it again, that the learning how to win to me is really more about learning how to execute for 60 minutes consistently throughout the game. And really, you know, it's the sum of what you do throughout the game that leads to the totals right there. So we've had opportunities. We have to make sure we make more of them. We have to clean up some mistakes that we've put us behind in the past. And uh, look, we've got to maximize every chance we get out in the field. These guys have competed. They've improved as a team every week. I'm proud of the way they fight and proud of the way they prepare on a weekly basis. Uh, I love the way they play for the man next to them. Uh, I'm very proud of this group. But at the same time, we've got to improve as a group by cleaning up some mistakes. We have to do a better job coaching. And we have to execute for 60 minutes on the field. Tom Canavan. Hey, Joe. Uh, I just want to clean up one thing from last weekend. Are there any injuries that came out of the game? You know, some normal bumps and bruises. Uh, I don't think anything really significant, Tom. And today will be the first time for us to put guys on the field. We expect to have everybody out there in some capacity moving around. You know, we got the benefit of having that long weekend after Thursday and then the long week leading into Monday. So that should help with a couple of the bumps and bruises going forward. Thank you. Dougie. Hey, Joe, i got to ask you the question I get about five times a day on Twitter. Uh, do you have any update on Xavier McKinney? You know what? He's doing a really good job in his rehab. I know the trainers are pleased with the progress he's making. I mean, obviously, everyone's on their own individual you know, timetable. Uh, but I do know I see him in the weight room making progress. This guy's in good spirits. He does a tremendous job for some meetings, Dan. Staying engaged, you know, staying up on scout reports of other teams. We give him some projects internally to make sure he improves his own football IQ in terms of how to look at the other teams that he's mentally preparing and mentally advancing while he can't physically be on the field for us. Um, but, you know, him along with all the other guys that are on that IR basis, they're doing a good job working, doing everything the trainers ask them to, and they're making daily improvement. Uh, we'll see where he is in terms of the long term, getting him back on the field. We're all very optimistic and uh, eager to get him back on the grass. Thanks. Paul Schwartz. Hey, Joe. Hey, I just want to go back to that video for a second. Um, are you saying that the optics of it were something that maybe were not good, but the actual reality of what they did was fine? Yeah, I'm not going to go into all the, like, the different things, the optics and all, Paul. I'm just going to say, you know, these guys, look, we got to make the right decisions. Uh, I think that what they tried to do as a team on a night off, kind of a simulated bye week, if you would, you know, go out to dinner and try to hang together as a team. That's something they were looking to do and kind of stay tight with each other. Uh, I've had a lot of in-depth conversations with all the guys involved as well as the rest of the team. They understand, you know, kind of the consequences of, you know, anything you do, you know, right now in this COVID environment as well in the public eye of how they're looked at and how we have to be careful and we have to make sure we make the right decisions. And, and there was um, a little something in that video. I don't know if you saw it with Saquon on a bicycle. Uh, what was your reaction to that? Obviously, he's going to have surgery soon. 
Yeah, I'm not going to comment anything specifically on that. Saquon is out in L.A. Uh, ready for surgery. Um, actually riding a stationary bike has been part of his rehab prepping for surgery. So, you know, in terms of, you know, Saquon where he's at, you know, I know he's getting ready for the surgery right now. And, you know, obviously our thoughts and prayers are with him. And just one quick follow-up. Um, so with Saquon and uh, Daniel, obviously they, these are two faces of your franchise. Um very important guys. Uh, from what they did, there's nothing that you see from this that you look at and you say, this really did not paint us in a good light. We're just going to deal with everything internally right now, Paul, in terms of all those, you know, that part of the situation. Joe, I'm sure you'll give us a complete overview of the Bucks a little later in the week, but just in terms of Tom, and you worked with him for a long time alongside him, uh, what do you see from him right now? And uh, is there anything that you can sort of draw from your experiences with him to now maybe use against him? Uh, this guy's like clearly one of the best to ever play the game. So he's playing at a very high level. You know, you watch Tom. Obviously, I had a little bit different of a chance this weekend. You know, being home for a little bit, working from the house, of uh, peeking at the TV and seeing Tom out there play. Um, that, along with the coaching tape I've watched. I mean, th this guy hasn't had much drop off. He's playing at a very high level. He's got the guys around him playing at a high level as well. I mean, one thing about Tom is, look, he's a he's a very intelligent player. He thinks ahead of the play. He's always looking for answers. He's very proactive in how he sees the game. He understands the personnel on the other side extremely well. He's been in all the situations, however you slice him up as many times as you could possibly imagine, whether it's through practice or games. I mean, this guy is fluent in football. And, uh, look, he's a great player. I think the thing you got to always keep in mind with Tom is he's as tough and fierce a competitor as he's ever been in any, you know, organized sport. Um, this guy really is truly one of the great ones. So, you know, look, it's it's – going to be a little bit different being on an opposite sideline from him this time. Um, but, you know, it's a great challenge. We look forward to, you know, seeing him on the field. Jordan. Yeah, I'm wondering, what was that relationship like, especially with you being a wide receivers coach? I mean, essentially, he's been around longer than you. He's he's, old, he's older than you. It's, it's, it, what, was, what was that dynamic like, and dynamic like and the relationship in general? I thought we had a good relationship. I thought everyone in that building really kind of fed off each other and had good relationships. There was a lot of, you know, everyone understood everyone had a job to do. Every player had a role. Every coach had a role. We came to work every day, and our focus was, you know, being as successful in our role to help the people next to us do their job as well as possible. Uh, I got a tremendous amount of respect for Tom. I learned a lot of ball being around him, of how he sees it through a player's perspective, of things of, that come up in the game and how he handles it. Um, you know, hearing the way, you know, he kind of picks receivers' brains throughout a practice or things he may see pre-snap. Um, I got a lot of knowledge just listening to him talk to other guys in the team. To me, one of the most beneficial things was you could go in during training camp and you'd put on the one-on-one -on -one period, receivers versus DBs. And, you know, a lot of times you'd run as a coach, and there'd be other times we'd let the players go ahead and do it. And you'd let Tom go in there and talk to the receivers about what he's seeing and what he expects on a certain route. And to me, that made you a much better coach by listening to how the quarterback sees it and what he expects on each route. And to me, there's fine points in coaching, but ultimately it matters how the players see it on the field. And to be able to hear it through the vision that Tom had, that was really an education in itself right there. I got a tremendous amount of respect for him right there. Uh, he was a ton of fun to be around. You really got to see one of the great competitors on a daily basis of not only how he performed, but more importantly, how he prepared. And I think that's some of the things that get overlooked. There's, it's not accidental this guy's playing this late all right, in this timeline, you know, being 40-plus years old and still playing at, you know, this high level. The thing that people don't see aren't the time on the field. The things people don't see are the hours and hours behind, okay, where he's in the training room longer, he's stretching, he's getting nutrition, the way he takes care of his body meticulously. You know, this guy, it's, 
he set the tone for an entire organization. I'm very grateful for my time to be around him. Obviously, we know the number one goal is winning, and you're not happy with the record. But I would assume the secondary goal here with so many second- and third-year guys is player development. Are you happy with the way all your second, third-year guys here are developing? Do you feel like you have – this is kind of a big-picture question, obviously, but do you feel like you have the foundation in place here with all these young players uh, despite the record? When I look at this team long-term, and I have a vision for this team, and I know where this team's going to go. I, f I believe we're fully on track. And I'm proud of all the players, the way they work, all right, the culture we're building, the foundation we're laying right now. And I see improvement across the board from all the players on a daily basis. You know, the way they come to work and the way they fight on a weekly basis is what we're looking for. So, look, to me, there's always a big picture perspective you've got to keep in mind. Um, to me, when I look down the road and I have my vision for what this team needs to be, how we need to work to be there, how we have to play for each other collectively, and the foundation we have to lay, there's a lot of things that are getting accomplished. Now, that being said, we're still playing for wins, okay? We're not asking the fans to go ahead and just be happy with, you know, mediocre results. We want to go out there. We want to win for the fans. We want to win for this organization. Our players work hard every week to have tangible results. I see improvement. They see improvement. But we also understand as an organization there's things we have to do better to give ourselves the opportunities to finish all the games we've been in. You know, our guys have shown they can fight for 60 minutes, that they can play through adversity, they can play in comeback situations, we can get a lead, we have to fight to maintain and capitalize on those leads. But there's a lot of progress I see on a daily basis and a weekly basis that I know, excuse me, I know we're a better team today than we were 10 days ago. I know we're a better team today than we were in week one. I know we're a better team than we were in training camp. But so are every other team. So we have to keep making progress and developing long term. But when you look at the players we're building with, I see a lot of progress and I see us moving in the right direction, Ryan.